Welcome to the Eastridge Church East Campus Podcast. We bring to you the message portion of our Sunday services in a convenient podcast form. You can listen on your way to work, during your lunch break, or even during your workouts. We want to put tools in your pocket to help you throughout the week. If you would like to find out who we are or what we are about, please visit us at eastridge.church. All right, let's go. You may be seated. You know, sometimes, uh, I don't know if you felt this way, I feel this way a lot. Sometimes you just want to do over. Husbands, sometimes we wish we could uh, go back and not say what we said. Uh, the other day, Tracy and I were in the kitchen and we were talking. I don't even remember what the conversation was. I said, well, honey, if you were uglier, I went, that didn't come out right. <laughs> I mean, if you were ugly. But anyway, I, sometimes we just want to do over. We want to we mulligan on life. Maybe it's not something we said. Maybe it's something we did. Gary Thompson tells a story of one day when his uh, oldest son, Micah, was eight or nine years old. Uh, Micah got in trouble for something. And after it was all said and done, Micah told Gary, he said, Dad, I wish I had a time machine and I could just go back in time before I did this. You know, how many of us wish we had a time machine where we could just go back in time and we could change things? You know, we all want a, a do-over, a second chance, may, maybe another try at life, but we don't, we don't get those, you know. Um, but we, we can't go backwards in time but what we can do is restart. And, that, and that's the message for today. What you're going to hear throughout this message, throughout this service, is that in Jesus Christ, there is a, a restart. And restarts always start with God. It always starts with God. Now, God himself, he never needs a restart. God never needs a restart. But he is the catalyst for all lasting restarts. So if you're, if you're starting 2021 and you're thinking, you know what, I, I want to start anew, well, you couldn't be in a better place. And you couldn't be in the presence of a better being than God himself. Now, he is a catalyst for all lasting restarts. He, he takes our messes and he makes masterpieces. He's the one that can, can mold our mistakes, but it's through his son, Jesus Christ, that we can be re recreated. It's through His Son, Jesus Christ, that you and I can have this restart. Most of you maybe have read through the Gospels. If not, when, when Jesus started His earthly ministry, He's, he's bringing uh, disciples to Himself, and he, and he says this to several of them. He says, come follow me, and I'll make you fishers of men. He says, come follow me. A, a restart always begins with following Jesus. A lot of times the reason we need a restart is along the way we... Maybe we didn't follow Jesus in a particular area. Maybe we, we, get, we got away from his word or we didn't listen to the leading of his spirit. But Jesus still says, hey, come follow me. And listen to what he says. He says, I will make you fishers of men. I will make you. Not make you, like force you. But what he'll do is he'll create you to where you'll be a light to other people of the gospel of Jesus Christ, that, that your life and the, and the work that he does in our lives, that we will draw other people to Christ, maybe through our words, maybe through our actions. But he will create that in us. So it's the beginning of the new year. 
And maybe you're thinking, you know what? I need to restart. We want to give you a moment to think about that. Where is it that, that you need a restart? And remember, restarts begin with God. They always start with God. Restarts are about following Jesus. So we want to give you this moment to where you can just take a moment and just be still before the Father and say, God, in this area, I want to restart. So when you came in this morning, there were cards, uh, the white index cards. I want to encourage you to do this now. In this moment of just prayerful meditation, write the prayer out on that card where you would like God to give you a restart. So just take that moment now. Keep that card, keep it in your Bible or, or, or your journal. Maybe you want to, you know, tape it to a mirror. But keep that in front of you and, and be praying over that uh, every day, every time you see that, that card. So restarts always start with God. But restarts start when God is at the center. Now, when you go back to the creation account, and I'm going to read through that in just a minute, what you're going to see is God is at the very center of it. And God said, let there be light. And there was light. And God said, let there be a vault between the waters to separate water from water. And God said, let the water under the sky be gathered to one place and let dry ground appear. And it was so. And God said, let there be lights in the vault of the sky to separate the day from the night. And let them serve as signs to, to mark sacred times and, and days and years. And God said, let the water teem with living creatures and let birds fly above the earth across the vault of the sky. And God said, let the land produce living creatures according to their kinds, the livestock, the creatures that move along the ground, and the wild animals, each according to his kind. And it was so. Then God said, let us make man kind in our image and our likeness so that they may rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky over the livestock and all the wild animals and and over all the creatures that move along the ground and then God said I give you talking to Adam I give you every seed bearing plant on the face of the whole earth 
And every tree that has fruit with seed in it, they will be yours for food. And then in Genesis 1:28, it says this. Then God blessed them and said, be fruitful and multiply. See, when you see God is at the center, there's, there's promise, there's blessing, there's creation, there's beauty when God is at the center. But without God at the center, there's no hope. Without God at the center, there, there, there's no promise. Without God at the center, there's just nothing good. In Genesis 1-2, it says the earth was formless and empty and darkness covered the waters. But what happened was God said. And God said. God was at the center and all of a sudden creation happened and God took disorder and created order. God took chaos and and brought peace. So no matter where we are and what's going on in our lives today, God can bring order to our disorder. And God can bring peace to to our chaos. God can take our mess and and turn it into a message of of glory and and promise for, for other people. With God at the center, there's promise and and beauty and hope and and blessing. And he does this all, not for our glory, not so people will look at us and go, wow, man, Scott really turned his life around. Now he does it so they can go, man, look what God does when when he's at the center. Look look at the power of God. Look look at the transformation that that God can bring. Look how he can take somebody who was down and depressed and and gave them hope and and peace and joy. Look at someone that was on drugs and and, and was considered garbage. It's now a trophy of God's grace and and mercy and, and now is leading others to freedom in Jesus Christ. He can bring order out of our disorder. He can recreate our lives. He can give us a restart when he's at the center. So we're going to go into another time of a prayer here. And maybe this prayer time begins with some repentance. Where's a place in your life there's disorder? See, restarts always begin, I believe, when we admit, hey, God, you you weren't at the center. It begins with repentance. So what area in your life, maybe do you need to repent? Say, God, you know what? I I took you out of being the center there. I've been focusing on politics, or I've been focusing on COVID. I've been focusing on finances. I've been focusing on this. It has become the center After you repent, let's have a time of prayer where we ask and we ask him to be the center and then we declare him to be the center of our lives. Let's go to him in prayer.
So we talked about restarts always start with God and restarts are, are centered when what happened when God is at the center. But restarts stay centered when God is worshiped. Now, now what does that look like? Does that mean we have to walk around singing all the time? And maybe some, but I hope not personally. But so what, what does that really mean? When God is worshiped and he's centered, he's at the center of our restart and he has to be worshiped. It means our minds are preoccupied with the person of God. It means our minds go back to his goodness. Our minds go back to his creation. We're in all of the things we see. We see him working. We, we know he's at work. We're we're, we're, our minds are preoccupied with his promises. Our minds are preoccupied with his goodness, his, his mercy, his, his justice, just his character. Our minds are preoccupied with his will. Our minds are preoccupied with his word. And why is this important? Because there's a lot trying to preoccupy our minds today. There's a lot of things trying to, to take first place in our minds. But a restart that stays centered when God is worshiped, that, that is a mind that is preoccupied with the word of God and the will of God and the person of God and the promise of God. One of my favorite Old Testament characters is, is King David. And I, I love King David. I, I love King David for his love for God. And I love King David too because I can just relate to his mess ups. But I love King David because you know what? You just see a a man whose heart and soul and mind is preoccupied with God. In the highest times of his life and, and when he's hiding in the caves, when he's on the run from his son Absalom, you still see this person, this human, who's preoccupied with God. I love Psalm 19. And here you, you see this preoccupation. You see how he has this mind that thinks a lot on who God is. Psalm 19 reads, The heavens proclaim the glory of God. The skies display his craftsmanship. Day after day they continue to speak. Night after night they make him known. They speak without a sound or word. Their voice is never heard. Yet their message has gone throughout the earth and their words to all the world. God has made a home in the heavens for the sun. It bursts forth like a radiant bridegroom after its wedding. It rejoices like a great athlete eager to run the race. The sun rises at one end of the heavens and follows its course to the other end. Nothing can hide from its heat. The instructions of the Lord are perfect reviving the soul. The decrees of the Lord are trustworthy, making wise the simple. The commandments of the Lord are right, bringing joy to the heart. The commands of the Lord are clear, giving insight for living. Reverence for the Lord is pure, lasting forever. The laws of the Lord are true. Each one is fair. They are more desirable than gold, even the finest gold. And they are sweeter than honey, even honey dripping from the comb. They are a warning to your servant, a great reward 
for those who obey them. How can I know all the sins lurking in my heart? Cleanse me from these hidden faults. Keep your servant from deliberate sins. Don't let them control me. Then I will be free of guilt and innocent of great sin. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be pleasing to you. Now listen how he closes it. David says, O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. Redeemer. See, Jesus Christ is our redeemer. See, a redeemer is someone who who buys someone, who purchases someone and delivers them from captivity into freedom. A redeemer is someone who who gives that, that restart. So you and I are here today because Jesus has redeemed us. He has delivered us from sin, the captivity of sin, and has given us freedom and has given us a restart. See, only Jesus can give a restart. Thank you for listening today. If you would like to speak with someone about the message you just heard, or if you would like to pray with someone, send us an email at info at eastridge.church. If you feel led to support the ministry at Eastridge, please visit eastridge.church give. Thank you for your generosity. Remember, no matter where you are in life, God loves you. We love you, and you have a family at East Ridge Church.